guys. We're so excited to be back again. I feel like it's like the f- first time. That sounds so cheesy. <laughs> but it first just feels like we're like time. back. But we've been doing this for like a month back again. for the season. So it's not Jesse like back. more surprising. And Marley singing Backstreet Boys. I think she was singing Eminem. <laughs> oh, you are. A couple different. <laughs> I was singing like uh, several. <laughs> Backstreet Boys, Eminem, aren't they? It was a, it was a mashup. Yeah, Marley was mashing it up, organashing it up. If you like the silent G's. All right, I'm Steph. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Marley. (laughs) I'm Lindsay, and today we have with us Mercedes, aka V Fire. Yay! We Um, are so excited to have you on. Yes. Lindsay I'm excited to go into introduction about how you two know each other. Yes. yes. Um, we met at the Video Game Awards. No, that's nope. a lie. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Okay. Where was I, I, I invited to go to the Video Game Awards together? <laughs> We're obviously very professional Mercedes, just like I was at the Video Game Awards. This year, um, this no, year we met together. At- <laughs> Yes, we met at Video Games Live, which is close but very different. Um, <laughs> it was just a music event in Salt Lake City, and we hit it off. We share a lot of games in common, and um, yeah, Mercedes, I'll give you a chance to talk about yourself a little bit. Sweet. Who are you? What do you do? What's your Facebook page? Who am I? Uh, Social security. Where member. are you currently located right this moment? Oh, there's my name. <laughs> We're very uh, thorough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm yeah, Mercedes, aka V Fire. Um I uh I also run a podcast, um, the cosplay stitch and seam, uh, where we go behind the stitches and seams of cosplay creation. Um and uh love 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 video games like most of my cosplays are usually video game based and i'm like obsessed um my day job is uh working at a coding after school program uh where we teach kids how to code through video games and um i'm you know so obsessed that i somehow ended up being assistant director and i don't know why they trust me but i do it <laughs> yay that's amazing yeah. um yeah and then yeah, this met Lindsay at uh uh video games live which is like if you haven't been to one of those concerts they are excellent they send their music to the local uh orchestra and uh like you can request like certain songs um and Tommy Tallarico is one who helps organize it. And then, uh, um, yeah, it's just, it's super awesome. It's so good. <laughs> I know. I was so bummed that I missed it. Hopefully next time around, I'm there. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, socials. You can find me at, at V Fire. V stands for Vermilion for the Red Rocks of Utah. Um, so Vermilion Fire. Love it. Because I have a passion for lots of stuff. Um, so at V fire, uh, cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. I don't really do the Twitter so much anymore, but you can technically find at cosplay stitch on Twitter. I technically run that. Um, I, I'm, I'm very slow at responding on it, but uh, it's there. (laughs) Twitter Uh, is such its own beast. I'm not 
I'm not hip with the Twitters. I, I got overwhelmed by it. <laughs> I know we technically have a Twitter account too, but I I never post. Haven't according, done it in a long according time. According to the young <laughs> generations, Twitter's out the door though. It's old yeah, news, yeah, it's all so. YouTube now. <laughs> yeah, we do like to stay hip with the youths. <laughs> I learned I learned new things. I had to help a, a grandmother the other day. Uh, she was coming in to like ask about our summer camps and whatnot. And uh, uh, every time she was like, you know, well, what about this camp? Um, her grandson would go, "Let's go!" And she's like, "Do you want to leave?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no." He's excited. That's what it means. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I was like, "I learned this one." <laughs> Oh, oh that's my funny. Kids are so funny. <laughs> what age do you like... start your coding camps at? Uh, six years old. So, all right, that's good to know. Yeah, it used to be five, but we've we've upped it to six because uh, five, when they graduated our like junior program, they they weren't quite ready, so we decided to up it to six. Um, but yeah, we've got six year olds that are making little mini video games and scratch and doing block coding and two of them i think are actually doing javascript coding now so Ooh, proud of them that's proud amazing them. i cannot do that at all <laughs> i can teach I, you uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think i have java on my computer is that well, the same thing java different. player <laughs> different okay so yeah we're at level one here <laughs> isn't java the language Java like and JavaScript are both coding languages. Okay. Yeah. yeah, my my husband started off by doing um pro he was a programming major before he switched to network management and cybersecurity, but I've heard a wow. few of these, you know, terms and stuff here and there <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about." Uh <laughs> I basically know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. But no, that's awesome that's that, so that cool. you do that. I I love that. How did you get into cosplaying? Uh, fun, fun story, actually. Uh, <laughs> my roommate, um, she wasn't my direct roommate, um, but she was in the same uh, dorm as I was. Uh, so her name is Jez. And uh, we were in the same dorm, and we were the two mechanical engineers on the floor. I did not last the year. <laughs> mechanical <laughs> engineering, I was like, cool, I don't want to read about building stuff. I want to actually get out there and build there. stuff. And Jez helped me solidify that. <laughs> um, I was also still in my, like, I am 18 years old, just barely, well, how old was I? I had just barely turned 18. That's right. Okay. So I just barely turned 18, started my first year of college and was still in the, I don't know how to tell people no. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so Jez took advantage of that but in like the healthiest way possible to help me learn <laughs> how to say no um yay so i did i did like a ton of like stuff where like i did live action role play um like started dressing up and then we actually uh went to video games live the first time that it was in utah uh so it's funny that it's like all connects <laughs> um yes and that's where I made my first uh, official cosplay because uh, I've been dressing up since I was a kid when I was, you know, a kindergartner. I wanted to be Darkwing Duck and was Darkwing Duck for Halloween, stuff like that. That's I amazing. Love, <laughs> I love Darkwing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, in uh, so for Video Games Live, we decided to all go as 8-Bit Theater. I don't know if you guys ever read that comic. 
Um, so I was White Mage. It's a funny comic. Um, it uses like the sprites from Final Fantasy, like the original. And Cute. White Mage is, of course, you know, the hot one. Uh, and Black Mage is the uh, gonna flirt with everybody. Um, kind of, well, especially White Mage, like, but he's really bad at flirting. So he goes up and goes, Pizza. <laughs> um so that was like our our thing at the thing at the at video games live is my friend jez she was black mage and i was white mage and then we also had a, a red mage and a fighter with us and our, our fighter had nunchuck swords because that's a joke that anything can be swords um in the comic <laughs> um so this is nunchuck swords uh and we it was a fun fun group like uh my costume was so poorly put together um i use red house paint to do the red triangles on the bottom of the skirt and uh i didn't know how to pattern so i just grabbed a white uh sheet from you know that no one was using in my parents house and uh laid a dress and i was like i like this dress laid it on top forgetting that dresses stretch um so when i made this cloak <laughs> It didn't fit, so I just ripped the back while wearing it, and then stitched oh. it together. <laughs> um, and uh, dyed my very, very dark hair uh, red, so it was kind of red. Because <laughs> um, I didn't know how that worked either. And uh, went to Video Games Live and just fell in love with costuming. Like, seeing everyone else who came to it dressed up. Uh, Shortly afterwards, uh, Anime Bonsai was uh, coming around and Jez is like, come do Anime Bonsai with me and we'll wear costumes. Um, and she also introduced me to the competition area of cosplay. And I, while dealing with stage fright, but also drinking three Mountain Dews for the first time in my life in one day, ah! um, <laughs> ran, ar ran around as Ed from Cowboy Bebop hopped up on caffeine with my actual laptop <laughs> on my head um so if anyone ever tells you like there was that person who who cosplayed ed and used their actual laptop that was me um oh my god don't do that <laughs> sorry just grab my charger real quick um but yeah uh it was it was a ton of fun and um while like it was stressful being up on stage i fell in love with com competing and Four or five years after starting that, I finally won my first award. And within a year after that, I went from beginners to masters. So, yeah. That's way cool. I love it. It's fun. Good for you. Cosplay is a lot of fun. It's it's um, it's um not easy, though. I, I've dabbled in a little bit of cosplay myself, but I haven't in years just because... It's not, it's, yeah, like I said, it's not easy and it's not cheap either, yeah, but I, time and money and yeah. uh, craftsmanship. It's true. And like my, my most, um, my most like favorite cosplay I have is like a lady Loki, um, oh, yes. cosplay. And honestly, I, one of my really good friends, um, helped me make it and he did the majority of the work. I just funded it. And then like was there as like emotional support as well as like here you need to keep eating and like drinking water and stuff while you're making my costume because he loved it like he had so much fun but I was just yeah anyways but I, Actually, have, I have recycled that cosplay like so many times over the years because it's just it's my favorite it's so good to have a cosplay that you can just always go back to like for the longest time mm -hmm. for me it was Xerxes Break from Pandora Hearts uh love 
that anime and manga so much. It's one of the few that I actually own a full series of. Um, but uh, the Mad Hatter in it, essentially, is one of my, like, when I just need to feel comfortable at a convention, I hop into him and, like, any anxiety I have just goes away because now I'm just, like, I'm just idiot Mad Hatter and I am in my <laughs> zone. <laughs> I love That's it. Good. Awesome. What yeah. are your other favorite, like, cosplays that you've done? Oh. Xerxes Break is definitely one of my favorites to, like, let loose and just, like, be uh, another person kind of thing. Uh, I've done Aloy's uh, Karja Blaze and Armor um, from Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, that that one. I have stopped <laughs> making... I, okay, that's a lie. Um, I was going to say, I've stopped making cosplays in a month, but I realized that the last one that I made was in a month and I shouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> actually, um, uh I need to stop doing that because uh, cosplay gives me anxiety now. <laughs> oh. um, but I made I made that costume in, in one month, and I actually feel really powerful in it. Like, I, I love that. And then um, a character I always come back to in so many different outfits, especially now that he has tons of outfits because of Breath of the Wild, is Link. <laughs> oh, Yay! Very nice. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. I've got his Zora armor. I've got you know a dozen or so green tunics. Uh, <laughs> um, I have the Hylian armor um, from Breath of the Wild, and you know every time I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna make another Link costume. Another game comes out, and I'm like, well, I love that outfit. Uh, <laughs> I so, yeah I approve. <laughs> so what was the what was the cosplay you wore when you like when you won your award? Oh, <laughs> so that first award that I ever won, uh, I actually ended up taking best in show, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, and it was the Wanderer from Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, um, nice. And I actually made that costume as a prank to my best friend. Uh, so shout out to Sadie. Um, because uh, we were getting ready for a Ren Fair. And so I was like, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus is my favorite game of all time. Just, just throwing that out there. I love this game so much for so many reasons. Why I wanted to become a game developer. So when we were getting ready for a Ren Fair, uh, I was having Sadie play this game. Um, because she hadn't played it before. And it was really fun getting messages from her every now and then while I'm working on this tunic. Just the, just the undershirt, not even the tabard that he wears in the game. Just the undershirt, and I'm like working on it, and I'm getting these little messages from her. She's like, there's this lizard, giant lizard in this coliseum. What, what do I, how do I kill it? And I'm like, you got to figure it out on your own. Um, <laughs> she goes, I'm going to jump on it. And then two minutes later, I get another message. That was a bad idea. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh um, oh my gosh. So I started sending her progress pictures while she's playing the game, and eventually she goes, Am I crazy? And I go, Are you? And she goes, Is that Wander's tunic? And I'm like, Yes, <laughs> you're not crazy. <laughs> uh, and so because I made the tunic, I had to make the rest of it, of course. Um, and then at, uh, this is actually at Geeks in. forever ago. I don't remember what year. I'm getting old now. Um, it was forever ago. <laughs> it was at Geeks and uh, back when that was a thing, 
And I went up to the judges afterwards and I was like, why did I win? And they go, you made the costume feel real. Like it doesn't feel like a costume. It feels like actual clothing. And I was like, I can do that. I did that. Um, and so what they told me actually became like the core part of like what I put into all my cosplays now is I try to make it feel real. I don't try to make it feel like, unless it's meant to be super cartoony, I try to make it feel like real clothing and not a costume, something that you can wear every day um, kind of thing to them. And I don't know, they, they really influenced that. The fun part about that is that those uh, two judges um, ended up going on to competing in World Cosplay Summit together and wow. uh, other places around the world are actually my close friends today. One of them is actually my co-host on the Cosplay Stitch and Seam, Panin. Uh, and the other is El Rolriel or Garnet Runestar Cosplay, um, who is just an amazing, amazing cosplayer. And both of them, like, you guys should check them out. <laughs> they are legit. Um, they were actually the first plus-size cosplayers to compete at World Cosplay Summit in Japan. So, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Way so cool. It's so funny because I keep thinking of questions I want to ask you. And then like in your answering of your answers, you answer the questions in my mind. Cause I was just about to ask you who you do your podcast with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there you go. You and I are thinking same uh, general direction or yeah. you're just really good at yeah. podcasting. So <laughs> Patton's one of them. And David, David is our other co-host. Uh, he's newer to cosplay. Um, we actually brought him on as our editor for the podcast. Um, and then he just kept asking really good questions because he also runs his own podcast too. We we're like, you're just part of the show now. <laughs> I love it. Right here, don't question it. Well, I was um, stalking you on Instagram before we started recording, uh -oh. and you're very <laughs> like, yeah, on the V Fire cosplay page, and like the very your very first um, cosplay there is Zagreus from Hades. That's my and most and I was like, one. hey. I'm like, hey, I recognize that one because there's some that I'm like, I don't know who that is, but that looks cool, you know. But then I, because I finally like started playing Hades um, this year. Um, I've seen people play it, but I've actually like sat down to play it. So I'm like, hey, that looks really good. <laughs> so good job on the Zagreus cosplay. Thank you. I love that video game so much. Um, I actually made that costume uh, for my friend. Uh, if you slide through those photos. Uh, there should be mm -hmm. multiple on that one. Uh, yeah. My friend Artemis, uh, who's who is Artemis in there, um, she actually put together like a skit plan, and she's like, "It'd be really fun to do this." And I opened up my phone and started flipping through Zagreus photos, and I was like, "And you need who and who in this uh, <laughs> in this skit?" And she's all like, "I need at least one of the goddess." And her other friends like, "I'm looking up Aphrodite." Um, I see the pink so hair. A, yeah, yeah, she did a, a non like a, a faux nude dress for Aphrodite and it's got the drip and all the sparkles on it. Um, it's like she's oh, coming out of the ocean. Cool. Yeah. That's way I, cool. Yeah. I'm really glad that we were able to do that. We ended up taking second place masters at Level Up Expo um, just a few weeks ago. So yeah. Hey, congrats. That's, so cool. that's, that's awesome. Well deserved. Yeah. You guys look awesome. Thanks. It was my first I time know. doing lights. Nice. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Lights up. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're yeah, right. Okay. It makes me want to cosplay. I don't know what I would cosplay if I cosplayed, but it's making me feel like. You start something that makes you feel happy. <laughs> now I'm like thinking. Now I'm thinking. 
Cogs are turning. Inspiration. On the Instagram, the pictures, there should be like two, I think, pictures of me as wandering out of the Colossus uh, with one of my Can dream photo shoots. Oh. Um, it's with a Frisian stallion. Uh, his name's Matthias. Um, I was so happy I got to ride him. Um, Aww. <laughs> they're like, like my friend who, who arranged the photo shoot, she's all like, and you can ride on him. And I was like, stop it. Um, I ripped my pants <laughs> getting on the horse, but uh, no one knows. <laughs> um, but uh, that's actually an updated version of the Wanderer. That was not my, uh, the one that I won with oh, originally. It um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a later rendition. Um, I actually call it that the first one that I made was from the original PlayStation 2 version of Shadow of the Colossus. And then this next one is the PlayStation 3 remake version. Um, and of course, right as I made that, the remaster for the PlayStation 4 came out. And they changed the sword. I mean, they didn't really change oh. the sword. They actually gave it yeah. detail. Where originally it's just kind of like, you can you can kind of guess at the details. Um and I like my design better, but I am going to eventually <laughs> make the PlayStation 4 version. Because <laughs> I love that game. Come on, PlayStation, get it together. <laughs> this makes me want to cosplay, too. I I've know. done, like, I have, like, two costumes, but I would even call them cosplays. Like, I don't know. I dress up sometimes, but it's not You like dressed this. up last Fan X. Yeah, I did Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Yes! <laughs> me and nine million other people. <laughs> hey, no worries. But I've done it a, was really a fun. Like, casual Tanjiro, so like, it's a good one. <laughs> it is good. He's such a good character that I couldn't help myself, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think that. of my other ones. What else have I done? Steph? <laughs> You I don't know. know. <laughs> oh, we did. Uh, we did splicers. Oh, that's what it was. We yeah, were splicers from us Bioshock. Three. Yeah, us three did splicers a few years ago. That was a lot of fun. I had that's a mask cool. sitting out forever, but it's it's not back by your bookshelf. Now. I saw it when I was there on Friday. <laughs> okay, I'll go yeah. get it. <laughs> um, I I know I've done I've done quite a few cosplays too. I've done, um, I did a gender bend of the yeah. Punisher. And I've also done a gender bend of Star-Lord several times. And then the year that Tom Holland came to Salt Lake Fan X, I wanted to wear a spider my Spider-Man shirt. So I was Star-Lord, but then I had my Spider-Man shirt on. <laughs> so I was like a I was like a Spider-Man fan. <laughs> but yes, we made some bunny masks. Yes. I love the it. The bunny masks are old and probably falling apart. Uh, I mean, that mine, makes them good though because that's how they are in the game that is true <laughs> i'm like mine's been up on my shelf still it's it's in pretty decent condition <laughs> um yeah no cosplay i think like one of my uh, i have a lot of dream cosplays but i think one that would be really fun is to um do a gender bend of arthur morgan mm, arthur mm-hmm such a good I, man. I, I saw someone else do it. There was um, actually two girls who were um, um, Arthur Morgan and uh, Dutch Vanderland. And I'm like, 
you guys look amazing. I want to do this. <laughs> that was in the height of our Red Dead Online obsession, too. Oh, my gosh, yes. And so I, I was with you when we saw him, and I, we were yeah. like, hang on a minute. Are you guys Red Dead? I'm like, is this <laughs> Red like, Dead wait. Redemption? <laughs> that was cool. It was. I know. I love, like, whenever I go to um, – um, cause I mean, I've really, I've only ever gone to FanX. I haven't gone to like any of the other like small, well, I guess we went to Salt Lake Gaming Con, but anyways, I always at FanX, I always, because it's just such a mix of all sorts of geek and pop culture. I love, like, I make it like a goal to see what video game people I can find, like mm -hmm. whether it's in the art or, um, or the cosplays or even just like, t like people's like t-shirts and stuff. Like I, I try to find the gaming Cause I feel like it's, I feel like it's just not like, it's not as prevalent. I mean, obviously in the days, you know, we have such star Wars and Marvel, um, you know, huge, huge fandoms. And a lot of people are part of those. I mean, myself included, but like video games, man, there needs to be more. <laughs> there definitely needs to be more. You'd be surprised at how, how prevalent it can be. Uh, like anime bonsai, especially like the last time that I went, Mostly Genshin Impact cosplays, uh, mm, which is I excellent. That. That's actually my first um, bought cosplay. Like, I actually purchased one online, and I was actually really surprised at like how much the quality has come along for buying cosplays online now. Mm -hmm. um, Who did you buy? And, was like, it Beto? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, that's right. Yes. Isn't that Beto. your favorite character, Linz? Yeah, one of them for sure. Beto's She's great. the pirate captain. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember you talking about her. Yeah. I <laughs> funny story with that one. I'd never worn a costume with a a boob window before. <laughs> what it's, is a boob window? <laughs> like there's like there's <laughs> like the a cutout it has its own window. <laughs> okay. Like okay. Cutout. Yeah. Yeah. Very sexy. <laughs> yeah. So I I had never done anything like that before because usually i cosplay dudes or like strong female characters that like i usually the cleavage thing is not my thing um but i was like i love beto she's so cool um so i i wore that and it was hilarious like the difference between how my booth was on one day versus the next day when i wasn't wearing her <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it was huh. hilarious. The day I was wearing her, tons of people came up, especially dudes, um, like came up and was asking questions about my podcast and everything. And then the next day, when I was just like dressed as a dude, no one came up. <laughs> oh come on, guys! Oh, my I was like, this is this is funny. I was like, I've never experienced this before. <laughs> hmm. Do you ever do couples cosplaying with hubby? Uh, he does not cosplay, but okay. he loves the crafting aspect. Uh, like, hmm. um, he, uh, I'm so glad he stuck around with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually dropped me off to my first convention while I was wearing a really crappily put together Link cosplay. Like, it was, it was really shitty. Um. And, like, I even, like, bound for it because, like, I, I do the binding and, like, I love the gender fluidity that I can be with cosplay. I love it so much that I can just transform. Um, but, uh, like, it's my first time, like, doing that. And I was surprised that, like, he picked me up. He barely, we were barely dating for so long. And then he picked me up from my dad's work, took me to this nerdy convention and dropped me off there. And for some reason, he stuck around with me. <laughs> even Aww. though, like, cosplay's not his thing. 
Um, but he loves building. Like, um, we joke that I married him for his dad's tools. Because um, <laughs> his dad has a whole wood shop. Um, we actually have, like, all the woodworking tools and everything now at uh, our current uh, place of living because his dad downsized and essentially, like, gave us all the tools to take care of them. And I love it. Um, nice. Chris knew You're that like, he yes, wanted I'll to keep take me. It. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris, my husband, knew he wanted to keep me when I said, I really want a lathe. We need to get a lathe sometime. And he's all like, this is the one. <laughs> um, do you use your lathe for cosplaying? I do. Yeah, I, uh, I'll use my wood lathe. Uh, I'll make handles for various props oh, and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, I made uh, the kid from Bastion. Um, so I made his longtime friend the the big old hammer, and uh, the pieces that go onto it. I I laid those and then added them on. Um, I haven't. Well, I helped a friend learn how to use my lathe so that she could make the needles that. Uh, oh, what is the anime? Oh no, I forgot. Yay, Is it my spy brain. family. Yes, thank Your, you. You're I, somehow I knew that because I was watching it last night with my sister, and like <laughs> that's her weapon of choice. Or like these yeah, the spikes. Yeah, so I showed a friend how to things. use the lathe, and she made the spikes out of him. So that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Anytime someone's like, "I want to try and use this tool," I'm like, "I have it. Come try it. Just don't cut your." <laughs> finger off like i almost did so oh, oh no you're like sign this waiver first yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Avoid bodily harm so I did, like rule of thumb yeah rule Let's of thumb hospital today yeah rule uh, see if i can see my scar oh, my oh wow yeah <laughs> literally on my a, thumb, a mighty of thumb. scar <laughs> yeah oh man that's well, amazing well that's um, awesome yeah cosplay cosplay is a lot of fun it's a lot of work um so good on you um i think that's amazing casual cosplays um, are a huge thing too nowadays like i've done casual aloy casual tanjiro and casual uh zagreus where you just grab like a, a fun shirt and uh wear the wig or something and throw on some swag that like identifies for the character and you just wear that to a con and mm-hmm. it's it's super super fun uh, a lot of um i've noticed a lot of teenagers really like doing that and uh so i'm like yeah i'm hip with the kids <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of wreck it ralph with all the princesses when they're like in their sweatpants yes with vanilla yeah which totally would counts. get fun cause to do like the sweatpants princesses Yes, okay, that's, there you that's go. My kind of outfit, sweatpants. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it this September for fan <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, should we talk about music too? Should we? Should oh, we switch absolutely. our our focus here? Um, yeah, I I kind of forgot we were going to talk about that. <laughs> I know. I know. We got off Which on cosplay because there's so much. Yeah, there's so much to talk about with that, but. But yeah, so music. About it. I made a whole podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> if you want to hear more, yeah. then you know where to go. There we See? go. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Say the name of the same of the name of your podcast one more time. The cosplay stitch and seam. And it was started because Pannon and I would not shut up about it at a job that we had together. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's perfect. So video game music, where to start? Oh. What's your favorites? I know I said I'd ask that at the end, but yeah, come on, Lindsay, get, get um, your shit together. What better way to jump into it? Well, before anyone steals it, I'm going to start with The Last of Us. No! Before anyone steals it. You mean me? Suck it. Suck it. (laughs) But not only that, I've been really impressed how they've kept the same music in the TV show and Mm -hmm. kept that as a theme throughout it because it just kind of like you hear the, excuse me, you hear like the strumming on the guitar and it just kind of takes you back, kind of puts you in the mindset like kind of sets the scene and you're like all right i'm ready to get fucked by some zombies not literally <laughs> but like have them moan. please no yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes so and i love yeah oh sorry no i that love that they i love that they brought that like it's the same musician too gustavo um santa santa lala gosh i can't say his last name it's i probably butchered it i'm sorry it, gustavo santa lalo that sounded better um no i i yeah no i totally agree with you steph like every every episode that they've had for the last of us tv show the last few weeks um whenever um i sit down and watch it with my husband we we like sometimes there's an ad um right when you press play so we'll usually skip that and then even the like previously on i'm like eh, skip we just watch this we're good we don't need a previously on <laughs> then when it gets to the music part i'm like don't you dare skip it (laughs) i want to hear the music i want to hear the main theme i want to get in the mode for this show so i yeah i totally like i i definitely appreciate too how they've kept that same from the game to the tv show same same feeling we were uh the other day we were watching well we made Lindsay watch the first episode of last of us because she's been slow on the on the get-go and I just noticed um, in the house, in Joel's house, you just see in the corner, like, his guitar. And it just no. was, like, good prop placing. Because, like, it, he d- never interacts with it. It's just there. And you're just like, oh, I know the things. There's That's so many cool. amazing things that they put in there. Like, I'm just like, I love this. Yes. So <laughs> we will have a whole episode on The Last of Us TV show because it has been chef's kiss. Oh, Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I literally like I watched the episode new episode this week right before we got on to record. I was like, I have to, I have to watch the new episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy that the like taking video games and turning them into other kinds of media has grown from the uh like cringe era that it used to be. Mm. <laughs> um like arcane with league of legends and now uh the last of us just seeing it just really good storytelling and just pulling those feelings and emotions from the video game and being like we can do this in another format too and it still works (laughs) Mm -hmm. right i was actually thinking about that while you're talking about cosplaying not to go back to but (laughs) i just think it's becoming more and more popular and people are getting better and better at it because uh, i just feel like over the last like 10, 15 years, it's like gaming was like, I always used the basement dwellers. Like that's who, that's who the gamers were. And it's like a thing where it's like, oh, like 
do you play Halo? And just like stuff like that. And now it's like become more of a common thing and people are like more, uh, it's just more in the world. And that's happening a lot more with like the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Last of Us sales have gone up 200% since the um, TV show started. Oh, so yeah. it is, it's helping people to play the game or play it again if they haven't played it. And I think we're going to see that more and more with the adaptations that are coming out. Hopefully good adaptations. Yes. It's like, um, this good stuff you know. coming, please, please, please. Yes. Well, and speaking of bad adaptations, and also I'm tying in music to this, because I, <laughs> okay, so the Uncharted movie, okay? Yeah. um, Not great. But I do have to say, though, there was one moment that really, that I was really impressed with, and it was, have you seen it, Mercedes? Have I have seen not actually it? seen the Uncharted movie. Well, watch you know it the and still? then listen to our um, roast of it. Because, uh, <laughs> our roast. <laughs> we we, yeah, we tell you what we thought about it. <laughs> but this isn't really a spoiler. But there is a moment later on in the towards the end of the movie where um, Tom Holland, who plays Nathan Drake in the show, he is like being all like coming into his character and he's being all cool. And you hear the theme music from the video game playing in the background and it kind of is like your clue like hey this is that moment you know kind of thing and so like again there's music that we like know from the game and that we recognize and so especially those of us who played the uncharted games and now we're seeing this adaptation it's it resonates more with us um because of the music and how it all just like ties it together so i yeah, no, music and video games is so, like, underappreciated. And I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> I agree completely. I feel very strongly about this subject, as you guys know. Um, and I just, like, when I think about video game music, weirdly, and I thought this would be yours, stuff, and I think it will, reminding you will be like, oh, that is my video game music is Donkey Kong. Um, I think about like Donkey Kong music and like the underwater theme has a different vibe and a different feeling for everyone, but it's so powerful. It's like so potent of a feeling for me anyway, like for me, it's anxiety. (laughs) Like don't run into that starfish. Like how does this monkey hold their breath for this long? We just don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like also a good nostalgic anxiety, like of, you know, watching my sisters play and, you know, praying that they don't get hurt and, you know, don't lose the swordfish or, you know, whatever it is. But um, yeah, I think, I don't remember where I was going with that, but where I'm going now is <laughs> I really love Nintendo music in particular. Um, like the Koji Kondo influence and Zelda music especially is so impactful and so important. And I love the way that it's like tied into the video game itself. And that happens with several games where, you know, like Last of Us, for example, you play Ellie's guitar in Last of Us Part 2 and you can play, you know, like there's a video out there on the internet somewhere of like Blink-182 playing one of their songs (laughs) on that guitar. And (laughs) I just think it's amazing like how music can be both in video games, a video game itself like DDR or it can be... Just Dance? Yeah. Or like, um, yeah, Just Dance or... 
Beat Saber. Um, Beat Saber. Yeah. Any of those are great examples. Or it can be, you know, just a like passive part of the video game that influences you so much and like mm-hmm. sets the mood. Because you can't tell me Bioshock would be a 20th as scary as it was without the music, you know? It's so true. So well, and like music also gives us a lot of cues in video games, which I appreciate because um, I noticed it, especially um, like in Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West, you'd be just like walking along and then all of a sudden the music would start up and you're like, what is it? What am I missing? Who's coming? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's but just a certain tune you're like, shit. Yeah. There's one yes. of those invisible <laughs> machines somewhere around here. Crap, yes, crap, 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 crap. <laughs> but, and even like as you're um, doing battles or like you're fighting off some enemies, um, the music will change to fit, you know, the scene. But then as soon as all the enemies are gone, the music either stops or it changes. And mm-hmm. I always I always like those cues. I appreciate those cues in video games because it kind of helps you like oh, okay, I have defeated all the enemies. I can breathe for a second. I can I can heal my character. I can loot, go ahead and start looting or whatever you need to do. But yeah, I think I really I really like it when video games, um, like um, they take the, one, the time to, yeah. to do it. The one that gives me a heart attack is that sudden dramatic piano note in Breath of the Wild. Oh you know, my like, gosh, yes. Fuck, there's a guardian. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like not long after you hear it that you see like the little laser pointer come and like get on your back and you're like, (laughs) oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so great. Um, I I don't think other, I don't think Mercedes, you mentioned some of your favorite scores. We all got excited to talk and like, <laughs> we're like, okay. Video game music is so good. It's so emotional and impactful. And like, I agree with Linz. I love like all of the Nintendo music. I love the interactivity of it. Like in Mario, um, uh, the specific example I can think of is in uh, Super Mario was it 3D World or was this Galaxy? I can't remember which one it was. It might be both. Um, but where you're on, Mario's on the ball and you're rolling around. And the faster you go, the faster the music gets. And it just like adds to that anxiety. As you're like, I'm going fast, I'm going fast, don't fall off. <laughs> uh, as the ball is rolling. Like, I love that. And like, for, for my students, I'm like always playing... Uh, you know, video game chill music to like uh, in in our uh, um, classroom, so that way they've got something to listen to. And I, you know, will find something that like works with that. And Nintendo just always super delivers on that. Um, but the interactivity, uh, this is where I come back to Shadow of the Colossus. That is the oh, such a killer score. Um, it was also the first time I noticed in video games that the music was interactive. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, video game music, you just pick a really good loop that can play on repeat and just play it on repeat. It is not that. It is so, so much more, and it has come so much further, even from when Shadow of the Colossus was first released. Um, but, like, part of what made me fall in love with the game is that, like, you're walking around and you are trying to find where the Colossi are. Where's this giant. Like, have, have any of you played Shadow of the Colossus? Um, I know. Like, I've I watched, I've played husband. parts okay. of it. And, yeah. No. <laughs> 16 boss battles. 
and that's it in the game um and the story and everything comes through the world itself um through your exploration of it and uh like massive plot points get dropped like near the end of it <laughs> um but like it's just this these feelings of loneliness and you're walking you know through this wasteland with just the horse um which is why that photo shoot was such a dream for me because you fall in love with the horse on accident uh i did anyways um <laughs> i we'll get to that later um <laughs> but like the music that they play during that as you're exploring is just like it's soft it's uh very empty feeling um, and then you find the Colossus and it starts switching to something a little bit more serious and you're trying to figure out how to get to their, the weak points. Like, how do I climb this giant thing that's, you know, moving around and is either being aggressive towards me or ignoring me. Um, and uh, once you start climbing on the Colossus, the music starts to swell and it's like a very natural thing. It doesn't just end one song and then start the next. It moves together. And then when you're up there and you're stabbing the crap out of the, the weak points while trying to hold on for dear life, it's like super, super extra dramatic and action feeling and just this feeling of like when you finally get that last stab and it's just like, yeah, I did it. And then it falls gracefully to the gr the earth and there's a sad music playing and you're like, why do I feel guilty now? Um <laughs> All these emotions I went through, plus the interactivity of the music. I mean, I wrote tons of papers on this while I was in college. So, oh Aww. my gosh, I love that. It's the best. Um, but yeah, but with music in particular, like the interactivity of it, I did not realize that that could be a thing in games until I played that, and I was like, oh wow. And then I started noticing it in other video games. Uh, Sly Cooper, um, when you start sneaking around, like behind a building to hide from enemies the music just naturally changes from like overworld music. Like it's still the overworld tune, but it switches to be a little quieter and a little bit sillier. Cause it's a cartoony game, you know, mm -hmm. cause you're sneak, sneak, sneak in. <laughs> um, and yeah, like anyone listening, like I challenge you to play a game and see if you can see when like music actually changes or is it just layers that add on top of each other and blend together. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to bring up Journey. Um, oh my gosh, yes. Because, yeah, Journey is such a good example of that, mm -hmm. like, first initially sad and lonely music as you go through the first level, and then it gets more intrigued, and then it gets exhilarated while you're, you know, like, surfing through the sand, and then it gets tragic and dark, and then it becomes, you know more hopeful and then you know it's just ah I just got goosebumps talking about it like <laughs> I I absolutely love that in video games and I love listening to it at work and like going through those emotions again and being like mm -hmm. yes I can process bills for another hour you know but <laughs> like, it's just so amazing well, and like know. a game like Journey, where there's like no dialogue, mm -hmm. you know, you need music to help tell the story and help mm -hmm. tell what's going on so that you know what you're supposed to be feeling in that moment. You know, mm -hmm. you don't you don't have like the tone of voice of, you know, characters talking or, or a narrator or really anything. So you need like that is such a big example of a game that like relies on its score 
in order for mm-hmm. you to know what's going on and to appreciate what's going on. Well, and the score itself tells us it tells a story. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. That's, That's okay. okay. Fine. You're totally fine. My computer is like, I'm gonna connect to the internet that's upstairs. And I'm like, oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I can't access that. And now I'm just sitting by the router downstairs being like, don't dare switch to the one upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um what were we talking about? I like we're talking about Abzu. Abzu. Oh yes, yeah, you were talking. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh so the first time I played Abzu, uh my friend's PlayStation was being really weird. Um, and we didn't realize that there was no music throughout the whole game. Um, oh. Like, we were playing and there's no music playing, but technically there is supposed to be music. But we didn't know that until oh, later. Yeah. Uh, when we're like, wait, there's an OST for this? But we never heard anything the whole time. Um, I still need to go back and play it with the music on there. Absolutely. Um, to see if absolutely it... absolutely <laughs> yes <laughs> let's see what she did there yeah so Ab- um but it was still really beautiful like playing the game and there was one part where like oh wow that was a really beautiful use of silence right there and now we're like i bet there's music was in that there? part <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. my there's just one night we have it we just had it on our PlayStation and my husband's played it with my daughter before and there's one night he was like working or something and I was putting my baby to sleep. So my daughter was just out there playing it. And like and I came back out and I'm like, Hey kiddo, you doing okay? Like, how's it going? She's like, Yeah, I just have to play this game some nights because it just relaxes me so much. And I'm like, Aww. You are six years old. I know, right? <laughs> but it was very tender. Oh, oh. <laughs> it just relaxes me on a stressful day i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> i love kids for that She's reason so like though mirror adults and like what adults would say so it just sounds like you know <laughs> like something you'd hear from an adult with like a beer and a cigarette in hand being like i just need to unwind <laughs> See, i think i think that's funny because my wind down at the end of the day game is actually sky which is the uh, successor to journey um mm-hmm. take journey and put it on steroids um okay you can it's it hits a lot of the same story beats for its main storyline um but there's other people on the server with you more than just one and you can emote to them while also beeping at them and <laughs> uh eventually unlock chat if you share enough candles with them uh and uh more beautiful music uh it's it's so good i've met people all around the world um i'm really hoping that they don't split their servers by region uh because i've enjoyed meeting people from thailand china i see i have one from australia all over the world and it just one one game one sky um is you know one world under one sky there's a couple other phrases that they use uh to kind of promote don't split the servers please oh um yeah i'll support that cause don't split the servers mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's just too beautiful and like at the end of the day i'll just go do my daily quests in the game it's all free to play and i've spent a shit ton of money on it um because i love (laughs) the cosmetics and i want to support that game (laughs) company um but I, um, speaking of like music and video games, you know, we talked about Journey. 
Sky also has really beautiful music, but they also did this really fun and unique thing. And I don't know if you guys saw at the Game Awards um, that they were talking about, hey, Aurora's doing a concert in Sky. Oh, I think I have heard about that. It's beautiful. If you guys ever want to see the concert, I have this, I spent the money to get the special wings that let me watch it whenever (laughs) I want. Um, (laughs) And as long as your character's holding my character's hands, Let's go. <laughs> That's so Aww, cool. That is um, cool. It was one did of the you most ever see... fantastic, like, live concerts. Well, not live. It wasn't live live, but, like, it's one of the most beautiful, like, digital concerts that I have ever seen. And, like, you can interact with it. You're, you're part of the experience during it. And it's just beautiful. Did you ever see Belle, the movie Belle, B-E-L-L-E? It's mm-hmm. kind of like a anime version of Beauty and the Beast. Um, but it takes place in this kind of like world where this character goes into the internet. Kind of think like Ready Player One. And she gets this very beautiful avatar based off of her biogenetics or whatever. And so... Um, she like feels free like she can sing there and she puts on concerts there and you know gets like love and hate for it but everyone will can like interact with her avatar as she's singing it's really cool but that's what that reminded me of music's such a huge thing in sky that like there are tons of musical instruments that you can get in the game i am terrible at playing any of them um (laughs) but like my friend Kami she loves hopping on and uh uh all we will usually pick who wants to drive today um so whoever wants to be the leader essentially and so everybody holds that person's hand and goes and collects candlelight and the others will be like chatting with each other or like Kame will pull out a musical instrument and she'll pick one depending on what area we're going into because the music sounds different in each area that's so um, cool. And she has songs that she'll like play and practice while we're flying around. And it's just so relaxing just to listen to that. During COVID, it was a great way to also like get yeah. hugs from your friends because you could hop on and your characters can hug each Aww. other. And it was That's so cool. nice. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, lots of people like throw their own little mini concerts. And you can also sit down with other p- characters who are playing a song and see what song they're trying to play. And you can play along with them. That's oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. I have uh, it downloaded. I just haven't played it yet. And that's sad. Now, <laughs> be my see, friend in it. I will show you the world. Why are you cosplaying Play Sky? <laughs> uh, that reminds me of <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite just did an event with Kid Leroy, and he has like a concert in the game. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. But not only that, like, uh, there's a bunch of Fortnite emotes that are based on, like, uh like music like music right like these days like my husband has an emote that's lizzo that's just like so like they're super fun and it goes well with the game like the game doesn't take itself too seriously the game is fun the game is kind of uh like smash them and quick plays so i think yeah like even in that case where they're we're talking about that music like it's going to just be fun topical um Mm -hmm. and especially with like all the little easter eggs and things you can get throughout the games like being able to get music to go with it with your emotes Mm -hmm. and everything the cool part too oh for sure for sure um you know another part of video game music that i 
have come to appreciate. Um, and there's two games in my mind that stand out especially, but I, I like it when the music, especially in more of these like story-based games where, um, where you're really just, you know, you're being led through the game. Um, I like it when the music kind of takes a turn and it makes, it kind of not forces, but kind of makes you like stop and appreciate what is going on in the story. And the two games that come to mind are Red Dead Redemption 2 and um, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. Um, Because there's two, there's moments in each of those games, especially like some pretty hard moments that you just like finish overcoming. And like, especially like in Red Dead, you um you just got back from this like crazy crazy thing that happened to you and you're going to go meet up with the rest of your crew but you've been through some shit and you're also trying to like figure out what exactly you want to do with your life and like what it all means and so you your character Arthur Morgan like he's trying to you know he's trying to process and so you see him on his horse and he's getting you know he's traveling back to his friends and they play this song called unshaken oh man and yeah Yeah. you know exactly what one i'm talking about the artist um d'angelo um but anyways you just this song just comes on and it just really starts to like resonate with you and you you kind of are like put in that that emotional state with arthur morgan like immediately and like the whole scene is just you riding on this horse to go meet up with your friends and they're just playing the song and it breaks into like a cinematic mode. So you don't have to like control the horse or anything. You can just sit back and watch and just feel the feelings and hear the awesome music. And I swear there's a very similar moment in Ghost of Tsushima too. But it's just, it's nice. Cause it just kind of, like I said, it just kind of helps you stop and pause for a moment and find out what's going to happen in the story next. It's kind of a transition almost. Mm to another part of the story. Hmm. So I really, I really like that part of, of video game music as well. Our old friend from, you know, the game awards that you two met at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what pro, what's his name? What's his name? Jeff Keeley. He used to have a score co- uh, podcast. Um, and he's famous and important enough to be able to have the composers and people on. But he hasn't done it in the last little while. It's heartbreaking so, to me. I don't know. I feel like us ladies might need to fill that niche because um, <laughs> obviously there's a lot to talk about. It, about We could do a whole... I could easily scene. start my own podcast, like cutscenes and... Cupcakes and composers. Or- yes. <laughs> Ooh. Cutscenes and compositions. Yes. I like it. There you go. There you go. Um, should we do little NOS X's? <laughs> little <laughs> not a sponsors? Um, <laughs> I know. We could talk about this all night, but we might need to wrap it up a bit. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll go first. I'll go first this time. Um, so my not a sponsor. I also want to go first because I don't want Steph to take it. Um <laughs> rude but it's a it's a funny little tv show that i just uh i just finished watching so i i um i'm very much into tv shows a lot of my not sponsors are tv shows and i also like the occasional trashy reality show and the the one that i wanted to pick this time was um it's called perfect match (laughs) and it's on netflix 
And it's basically like a whole bunch of um, previous contestants from a bunch of other reality shows, such as <laughs> Love is Blind, um, The Mole, The Circle, uh, Too Hot to Handle, 20-somethings, and I'm sure, I, oh, uh, Sexy Beasts, and I'm sure I'm missing another one, but it's like a whole bunch of people, a bunch of singles come together, and they're now in this new competition show, and they're trying to find their perfect match, and maybe that perfect match is there at, you know, amongst the contestants, and you know, it's just like, you kind of know that it's all just kind of a fun extra I don't know if gimmick is the right word, but it's just kind of a fun like mashup and continuation of all these reality shows. But it is ridiculous, you guys. Like some of the the things they have to go through, and like it, some of the dialogue that they. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But I just like I had so much fun watching it. I I I don't know how I feel totally about the finale, but it was still good. I'm not going to say spoilers because. I know Steph hasn't finished it yet. I got um, spoiled for me, actually. No, I didn't I do it. It wasn't me. No, it was TikTok. Oh. Damn TikTok. Well, you should have stayed off TikTok till you finished it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that that's well. not going to happen. <laughs> Victim blaming. But, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> but anyways, no, perfect match. It was, it was a fun, it was a fun reality show. So if you like all those shows or you just want some drama, a dating reality show, I recommend, I recommend it's watching such, it. It's trash TV, but it's good trash TV. <laughs> it's fun. I have a roommate who loves trash TV and there's just some moments where I like walk past the TV and I'm like, that's interesting. And I sit down. <laughs> oh, it's so good. We'll <laughs> the damn pandemic pulled me. I never watched reality TV show and then the pandemic hit and I'm like, oh, let's watch this and this and whole seasons of this. All I've right. So much of The Bachelor because of my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, who's next? I'll go. Sorry, Steph, I saw you open your mouth. Hit it. Um, <laughs> so uh, mine is going to be Lo-Fi Leah. I don't know if you guys like lo-fi music, but since we're I doing do. a music episode, <laughs> I figured it was like a good time to do a musician. Um, my sister came up with this playlist for Thanksgiving for our family because she's like, I'm tired of playing classical music at every event that I host. Like... I'm just going to play lo-fi and see how it goes. You know, these are the big risks that we take <laughs> at my family. And um, so I helped her make this like lo-fi video game music playlist that we were going to play. And so that we could secretly enjoy it while the adults kind of like enjoyed it without knowing what they were enjoying. Um, and I guess we're the adults. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't think about it don't think about yeah, it let's not think about it but anyway <laughs> i found this artist and i was really impressed with her like covers of video game and anime music and her name's lofilia l-o-f-i-l-i-a um and it looks like she has a youtube and she's on spotify but um my favorite is like she did like an animal crossing version of 5 a.m which was like my favorite hour of music in Animal Crossing because it was just so tender and sweet and like early morning perfect. Um, so yeah, that's my not a sponsor. Nice. Like Mercedes, it. why don't you go and then I can wrap it up? Sounds good. I 
uh, <laughs> spent a good chunk of my day today actually uh, learning how to, and I still have much more to learn. Um, but I have, uh, sorry, I can't, I can't words anymore. Oh my gosh, it hits <laughs> nine o'clock and we understand. Um, <laughs> I, I got the starter kit for the Avatar Last Airbender role-playing game. Oh. Um, I have the full, like I backed, I fully backed the original thing, but I wanted the starter kit because it comes with custom dice and I'm a, I am a dice goblin. Um, <laughs> but I sat down with my sister today and uh, very excited to get a campaign rolling um, that we're going to try and do with uh, some friends and stuff. So I love it. It's got beautiful dice and the you can choose like what era you can be in so you can like do Korra's era or go all the way back to Avatar Kyoshi Kyoshi's era and they're going to eventually like release more of them and like I am obsessed with Avatar the Last Ever so that's I mine <laughs> I love it that's so cool also the dice bring me much joy <laughs> uh, now I want Avatar dice I don't even really have a current campaign for anything I pop in every once in a while, but I have nothing permanent, so I don't <laughs> but I want them. <laughs> My little Nos X is a novel. It's called If This Gets Out, colon a novel. Um, and it's by Kel Dietrich and Sophie Gonzalez. And it was just a cute, it's like a quick, cute romance but about a boy band like kind of 18, 19 year old kids and then four boys in it and two of the members fall in love with each other. So it's just this, it, it was a fun, quick read. It's a little bit corny, a little bit like predictable, but like also just romance, like what romance mm -hmm. should be where it's just, you want these people to be together. They, they make you happy. They're like union makes you happy. So um, it was fun to read. I feel like I've been on such like a fantasy kick or like kind of dark and twisty suspenseful kick. So it was nice to have like a palate cleanser of just like, well, this is cute and wholesome and fun. It was cute. I read it right before Steph did and yeah. I, I enjoyed it too. It was, it was like a, a kind of same thing. I'm like, it was, this was a nice like palate cleanser. Cause then I went right back to like this, like murder mystery book that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I started but... a new book today that started off with uh, grave robbing. So yeah, um... <laughs> good start. Good start. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everything good starts with a good grave robbing. Right. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes, it was so much fun to have you on this episode. Um, I think we're going to want you back or to pop in. So um, don't. I go would too love far. that. I need an outlet to talk about video games too. So oh. <laughs> come to Re us. Yes. Remind everyone where to find you. Uh, you can find me at V fire cosplay. So letter V as in vermilion um, or the cosplay stitch and seam. Uh, you can go to the cosplay stitch and .com or just look for us at, at cosplay stitch. And we're, you know, always looking to grow our community. We've got a discord group. Come check it out. Got a hype channel. Hey. <laughs> also a video game that. channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're Very here nice. for that. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we need to uh, join each other so that we can yes. build each other. So it's a good time to uh, 
always be promoting ABP. Promote our <laughs> Discord as well. We have a Discord too. <laughs> Discord.ageageek. You definitely want to join us. That's probably not the right link, but they'll put it's, it in the show notes. It's discord.ageofgeek.com. There we go. Perfect. They'll correct it and post. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't, I should say. <laughs> you can always check out our Instagram or Facebook. So we love, yeah, we love opening, like, have building the community mm -hmm. and we always like to promote like community over competition so mm -hmm. yay yeah. and always don't forget twitch for yes and our twitch i should be back at twitch this month marley has been kicking ass and i've been uh <laughs> oh. sitting I mean, I've been at doing home once a week fetal <laughs> position not wanting to do anything so i'll try to not do that this month but you guys <laughs> until next time why don't you grab a friend eat some cupcakes and play some, and video, play some games. video games. Woo! Thanks for listening. Yay. Bye. Thank you. This has been an Age of Geek media production.